Hi y'all, John Alcorn, that one dude 2020, really the CEO and founder of the God Over Money Sports Network. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can hear it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I've seen someone with someone someone with the drive and passion to make it in the industry like I've seen with with you. Cutthroat. It's very, you know, up and down roller coaster of emotion. He knows his stuff. Uh, you know, he's not afraid to go at people. Lost my check. This is not the Los Angeles LeBron. to the second ever episode of the NFL Sunday Morning Preview Show, but this with a twist, we're also having the fantasy quick football show here combined into one every single Sunday. These episodes will come out every single Sunday during the NFL season at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, uh, 11 a.m. Eastern, and of course, 8 a.m. Pacific. But we can't wait to dive into this, folks, but like we do, before we always get started before every show, Let's go to today's or this morning's prayer break. We just thank you from the bottom of our hearts for a new day and a new chance, a new opportunity to grow closer to you to watch football. More importantly, that no matter what, be grateful for every minute we have on this earth and with the people we have in our lives. In Jesus' name. Amen, folks. Let's go to today's Bible verse of the day here. We kind of like to release it in terms of let's think of a Bible verse, but let's see what are the topics of the show and let's make that into a Bible verse. We're talking about not giving up. It's the next week of the season. Let's stay up for a verse about not giving up. Who gives you strength? Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens 
me. Okay, folks, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, that no matter what we go through, this world can let you down. The, the temptations of this world can let you down. But God will never let you down. In our Jesus and God story, we talk like we like to talk about it when it comes to like an NFL game or an NFL player. Bring it back into a Jesus and God story. Teddy Bridgewater NFL career story, folks. His career has been really, really interesting here, and I say this for a couple of reasons: is that you want to talk about not giving up. Being drafted by the Minnesota Vikings in 2014, almost two years later, has a leg to knee injury and considered to never ever play football again. Cure to never ever play football again. Two years later, he comes on the field for a pass, and the next, that offseason, he goes to the Jets, and the Jets get a third round pick off of two preseason games. This is the same guy that people were saying that he could never play football again because if he could ever recover from the or withstand the injuries he had in that playoff game. And yet again, goes to the Saints in 2019. Derby's with that injury. Goes 5-1, five 5-0 and one, five and oh with that team. Not number one reps, number one reps not knowing that Drew was going to get injured. Comes again, stays for 2020. And then this offseason comes to the Denver Broncos week one, wins the game, plays like Teddy Bridgewater has played with the Saints and short times that he did with the Minnesota Vikings. If the Teddy Bridgewater NFL story doesn't inspire you to not give up and that God always has your back and you have your faith in him, then I don't know what will, folks. But with God, all things are possible. Let's go to NFL Sunday preview show slash fantasy football where we will preview each NFL game to today and Sunday Night Football. And we will uh, bring you fantasy football in a load of both. Talk about each game. Talk about guys who should or shouldn't start. And they would go to the next game here. The first Sunday football game we have is a classic matchup between the Las Vegas Raiders and the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know what happened this past Monday? The amazing thriller of Monday Night Football with the Las Vegas Raiders versus the Baltimore Ravens at home. And what was so great about that game is despite the office of mistakes by Derek Carr, he didn't let that mentally discourage him from coming back and bringing this team to the game winner in over time at home and also the first game at that stadium with fans. That's what makes it even more special here, folks. Here, thanks for joining us. Based off against the Las Vegas Raiders here, we're really talking from a pinpoint of this dealer's side. You got Big Ben, you got Najee Harris. As much as we, I love, like what the Raider, or like the Steelers did with Najee Harris. You know, hey, John, three point two yards per carry. He played terrible. It's his first game. He's gonna light it up though. But the question is, if you're Najee Harris to the Pittsburgh Steelers, Max Crosby was pressuring that the Ravens' offensive line. Do as you think that Max Crosby isn't gonna be able to pressure? The Steelers offensive line. So I suggest you folks here, if you're looking at kind of fantasy football and what team to start on defense as we're looking at these games right here overall, I have to suggest that you could you should make sure you have the Raiders defense either on your bench or as your starter. Because you're looking at a lot of these games 
a lot of exciting uh, Sunday football games. I'm telling you, if you have a chance to get the Raiders defense to start in Sunday football week two, I highly suggest that you do. Put them as your starter or put them on your bench. Make sure they're there because that Las Vegas Raiders defense could very show up in this game. But kind of breaking it down more, the Steelers versus the Raiders. Do the Raiders offense or team have their necessary momentum? Do they have their identity? What's their recipe? Like, what are they? What's their rhythm? Like they were saying, speak for yourself yesterday. I'm not sure the Raiders know what the rhythm is as an offense yet. And it could be do you run a couple of plays, get a couple of short passes? Derek Carr can still throw the long ball. People tend to think that Derek Carr is a bum. He was there for 400 plus passing yards yesterday. But while I do say, you should, I suggest you should have a chance to get the Raiders defense to start against the Steelers this Sunday. I will say that, though, but I would not suggest starting Derek Carr if anybody, if you have Derek Carr on your fantasy football lineup, because how do you think the Steelers won that game last week? It wasn't because of Big Ben. He played terrible. It wasn't because of Nachi Harris. It was because of that defense. And small offensive line penalties versus the Ravens could harm him in this game. But if you're looking for should you start the Raiders off, should you start Derek Carr or any of their offensive weapons or the Raiders defense, I suggest you start the Raiders defense in this game. I'm here to make a lot of mistakes when it comes to fantasy football. Be a lot of fun. And kind of the key matchup here is Max Crosby and Najee Harris. How is how many times is the Steelers offensive line going to allow Max Crosby to pressure the offensive line to get to Ben Roethlisberger to get to Najee Harris. Because if there's any indication what happened against the Ravens, it can be a long day for Big Ben in that Pittsburgh Steelers offensive line. But I do pick the Las Vegas Raiders to win in a close game overall. Next game here, San Francisco 49ers versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Kind of, if you look at it from here, D Ford is back. You got all these guys. Are back. Unfortunately, Jason Barrett is out for the year. Again, folks, with a 20 CL. But if you're looking at it from the Niners or the Eagles' perspective, yes, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles played very well in week one. You can say, oh, who was their opponent? It was the Falcons, you know, the defense. Boys, it was just one game, yes. And I'm not a Jalen Hurts fan. I don't think he'll make it as a starter in the NFL. But, folks, I hope I'm wrong here. But with them pacing the Falcons, they got no passing attack. They don't got, like, good interior defensive linemen. On the other hand, you're playing against the San Francisco 49ers this Sunday. Who have actually Ken Long, you got D Ford, you got Arnstead, you got Bosa, you got all of these guys on the interior defensive line that are going to embarrass the Eagles offensive line. The Jam Rays played phenomenal 300 plus yards against the Atlanta Falcons defense, who is not necessarily known for pressuring the quarterback or opposing the offensive line. But now you've got a defense and the San Francisco 49ers who can pressure an offensive line, who can get to the quarterback. How is Jalen Hurts and this offense going to be handling that? I suggest you do not start Jalen Hurts against the San Francisco 49ers defense. Because if you look at it here, despite losing Jason Brett, you got so many guys on your not just interior, your back defensive line, you got some decent passing attack. Your interior defense line is going to be ferocious, and I don't believe the Philadelphia Eagles offense line is going to be with is going to be able to handle that pressure. 
So I do believe the San Francisco 49ers will win this game here. Very close one. Jimmy Garoppolo for about 250, 270, a touchdown, no picks on the day. Unfortunately, Marie Mozart is out for the year, opting out for knee in season-ending surgery. So it could be like Jeff Wilson or whoever else they have. Running attack is going to be much better for the Niners. The defense is going to be better for the Niners. Jalen Hurts hasn't faced a defense like this in his career, so it could be a long day for Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles offense. Again, folks, I suggest you do not start Jalen Hurts this week just because they're facing against that interior defensive line and the San Francisco 49ers. And, folks, to recap that, I picked the San Francisco 49ers to beat the Philadelphia Eagles this Sunday. This matchup right here, folks, Houston Texans versus the Cleveland Browns. Going to be a great game. I know what Houston did last week versus Jacksonville, but this is going to be a huge test. Houston's going to have to prove was last week just a fluke, or was it just because the Jaguars' offensive line not always getting the job done? Was it them, the Houston's offense exposing the Jaguars' passing attack offense? Was it a welcome to the NFL rookie game against Trevor Lawrence? Can the Texans pressure the Browns? And if I'm really being honest, and as much as I love, I want Houston to win, you can't, there's no way. The interior defense line for the Texans, even if they outbeat the offensive line for the Browns, there's no way. You got Nick Chubb, you got Kareem Hunt, you got your third or your third running back, you got Baker Mayfield just throwing the ball to other Odell or Jarvis Landry or David Njoku or Austin Hooper, who signed the 2020 offseason. Too many weapons. So by the time the Texas defense tries to pressure Baker Mayfield, you already got the ball out to the receivers. You already got the ball to the running back. And on top of that, your running backs are dual threat, and your receivers can block, catch, and run. The Texans defense has no chance of sacking Baker Mayfield this Sunday. They have no chance of pressuring the quarterback. Now I can see anything can happen. But the key is, despite the interior defense line was maybe very interesting versus the Jaguars, the passing attack for the Texans this past Sunday was really interesting. So how does that passing attack adjust against – a Browns-led offense who went to the playoffs last year and beat a key AFC North opponent while Texans the week before played against a team who hasn't made the playoffs in years and had a quarterback who hasn't lost in the regular season in his career until he played against the Texans the first week of the 2021 season. How are they going to adjust? They haven't played Beckham, or sorry, Jarvis Landry and Odell. How is, how is that team going to be handling that for the Houston Texans? Are the Houston Texans having some Issues in the organization, it's going to be a tough year for the Texans, if we're being honest. But looking in and forth, if you are a Houston Texans fan, I am so sorry. If you're a Cleveland Brown fan, I am super happy for y'all because the Browns got this game in the bag. I, I love Philip Lindsay. I wish he stayed in Denver. Come on. But Houston got a great player in Philip Lindsay. Danny Amendola could be really interesting to see if see how Danzo Ward, who is going to line up against Danzo Ward? Who's going to line up in front of Jadavion Clowney? Who's going to line up against Miles Garrett? Who's going to line up against the tier defense line for the Browns? Who on the Texans offensive weapons? Either it's Cooks, Rather, it's Danny and Mandola, or rather, it's Collins, or whoever else is on that, who are on the active roster for that game today against the Browns. Who's going to match up against what? Who's going to outrun, outrun Miles Garrett? 
Spoiler alert, is nobody. Who's going to outrun or outrun to Davion Clowney? I'm just waiting because there isn't anybody. So the Browns have this game here. I believe the Cleveland Browns defense will destroy the Houston Texans offensive line. And unfortunately, Terry could get a couple of sacks on the day. So watch out for the Cleveland Browns in fantasy. I suggest that make sure they're at least on your bench pending any injuries for Javion Clowney. Could be a very great game for the Cleveland Browns defense, but the Cleveland Browns offense is going to shine. I understand the Texans have just read a very good player for the Houston Texans defense. Maybe the only star player for the Houston Texans defense. But Becky Mayfield's going to have a day. He doesn't. He's probably not going to throw for three to three fifty, maybe like two twenty or two eighty. Two touchdowns and a pick. Wins the game. Running attack. Defense. Miles Garrett. G.D. Brown. Clowney. All we have to say. But my favorite game of the week, folks, just because I did with Broncos faced off against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I know we talked about with the Raiders, but if you're looking for a decision to start a defense today in week two of NFL Sunday football, I suggest you start the sorry, I suggest you start the Denver Broncos defense. Bob Miller, Bradley Chubb, you got um, you got your anti overall pick, you got Patrick Sertia, all these guys on the deep, Justin Simmons, all these people that can ball, Kareem Jackson, who destroyed the New York Giants offensive line last week. When guess what? Daniel Jones fumbled the football. Who recovered that? The Denver Broncos defense. And who is the offensive line that struggled to protect Trevor Lawrence? Oh, wait, that's the Jaguars' offensive line. So the Jaguars' offensive line was brutalized by the Houston Texans' defense. What do you think is going to happen? It gets a veteran different Broncos' defense. Patrick Sertan, Bob Miller, Bradley Chubb, all those guys playing against the Jaguars' offensive line. Jaguars' offensive line, different Broncos' defense. I suggest you start the different Broncos' defense this Sunday. As they play the Jacksonville Jaguars here, I don't know what the Jaguars can do in terms of the running attack. Urban Meyer didn't properly use James Robinson versus the Texans. How is he going to use it against a much better experience defensive line? That's really going to be a question that we could have today in football. I picked the different Broncos to win this game. Teddy Bridgewater, though, can he get the – if he can drive the ball down the field, it could be a very fun day for the Denver Broncos Passing attack and Melvin Gordon was a dog last week. You have your running back coming out of the draft this year, the 2020 draft. Very exciting game. Can't wait to prove that matchup here. NFC South matchup the New Orleans Saints versus the Carolina Panthers. Folks, if you're looking for a quarterback, either it's a bridge quarterback for this year or not, I suggest you start Jameis Winston versus the Carolina Panthers defense. Like, I'm, I know what last week with Rodgers, but that was Rodgers in the offense. We're not talking about the Green Bay Packers' defense. Based on how Jameis Winston did in his first game, I'm not saying he's going to throw for five TDs every game. Let's relax. Let's, let's, let's be real. But if he continues to play 30% of what he did against the Packers' defense, imagine a less talented defense in the Panthers, a young and up-and-coming developmental defense. Jameis Winston is going to torch the Carolina Panthers' defense Get throw from a 300 yards, three touchdowns to the pick, and maybe have a rushing touchdown on the day. I think Jameis Winston is going to have a phenomenal game against the Carolina Panthers. And Sam Darnold's side of this, this is kind of unfortunate here. Sam Darnold with Carolina, or Jameis Winston with the Saints. 
with the Michael Thomas drama. I'm going to pick Jameis Winston. We know he has the arm. It was just correcting the mental, the turnover mistakes when he was in Tampa Bay. But I bet the North Saints to win this game. But if you're looking for a quarterback to start, I suggest there's two guys I want you to look at. Jameis Winston and, of course, Matthew Stafford. But speaking about Matthew Stafford, the Los Angeles Rams face-off hoax against the Indianapolis Colts Sunday football. I can't wait. This matchup, I'm almost, I'm almost, ex- almost as excited about as the Denver Broncos facing off, facing off against the Jaguars. We all have brain farts here, but that is okay here. We saw what Matthew Stafford did last week against a defense that was that weren't bones, that were phenomenal players. He torched them. Frank Wright, Sean McVay, mentally, mentally, who's smarter? That's easy. That's Sean McVay. This is the thing that Sean McVay and Matthew Stafford do very well. Hey, what was that play he did on third down against like the Eagles in 2011 in the game? Thanksgiving game. Hypothetical, of course. Oh, we ran a readout to down the field. We do it to Calvin Johnson. And I was out. They had such great mental memories. And that's how one of the many reasons why they're going to beat the Colts. I understand Carson Wentz is back, but he played last week. But again, the running attack. I trust better with the Rams in terms of Sean Michelle can run the football, but also he can catch the football. Rams running backs can do more than just to be a running back, and that's why they have advantage against the Colts. And you have Matthew Stafford, who I said last week, and I'll continue to say this every single week of the season. Matthew Stafford has the right coach. Matthew Stafford has the right organization. Matthew Stafford has the right team around him, and Matthew Stafford, I believe, will win the MVP. I know it's just one game, but I've seen the talent with Anthony Stafford. I'm talking about it in this game, Los Angeles Rams versus the Colts. Look at the Colts' defensive line last week. Who they they definitely let's just say they definitely struggled this past week, and unfortunately, they were able unable to defeat the Seattle Seahawks. Passing attack defense, passing attack for the Colts defense is an issue. You let again. I know Russell Wilson's up a nine deep for it, but you let Russell Wilson. March the ball, deep the ball, downfield, 30, 40-plus yards. DK Metcalf almost, almost, keyword, almost literally wide open on the pass. So if they can't stop Russell Wilson from throwing the deep ball to DK Metcalf, what makes you think they can stop Matthew Stafford from throwing the deep ball to Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, their running backs, their ever, their tight end? How are they going to stop Stafford if they can't stop if they can't stop the Russell Wilson deep ball? They can't stop the Matthew Stafford deep ball. Here, Matthew Stafford has the arm of Mahomes, has the arm talent of Mahomes, not the playoff success just yet. The Rams are going to win in this game. It's going to be closer, a lot closer than you think. But Matthew Stafford, he may not, he, they may not have the game he had last week, but he's going to be a phenomenal three tussles on the day, three hundred twenty yards. If you're looking for a quarterback to start. Two quarterbacks is say Matthew Stafford and Jameis Winston. Buffalo Bills, classic matchup versus the Buffalo Bills versus the Dolphins. I know what the Dolphins did last week, but guess what, folks? It was because of the defense. I know, I know they beat the Pages, they beat Ben Belichick. Think about this Josh Allen versus Tua. That's never going to be close. That's never going to be a competition. That's never going to be a comparison. Josh Allen versus Tua? Folks, it has to be a joke. And it is. Buffalo Bills are winning that game here. It's such an easy 
matchup. As much as I love what the Dolphins are going to do, the game may be close, but Josh Allen's going to have a phenomenal game. Josh Allen will be an outplay to Otalanova in week two. Ace East, Clint, um, interesting matchup. I always butchered his last name. I apologize, but we'll get to that. Another AFC East matchup. New England Patriots versus the Jets. I'm picking the Patriots here. Look at Matt Jones, almost 300-plus yards last week. Two touchdowns in his first game in the NFL. A lot of pressure, not just really in terms of numbers, but Bill Belichick making history as the Patriots head coach, starting a rookie quarterback to begin the season. A lot of pressure last week. Came in and scored 60 points. Coming in this week with Jed Stephens, who lost Carl Lawson for the year, who has really struggled on the passing attack. I know you can say this, but this is key. You can pressure the quarterback as much as you want. But if your corner to your safeties can't first turnovers or can't get to the interceptions, I'm sorry, but I'm, this shouldn't be that hard of a pick. I'm picking the New England Patriots to beat the New York Jets today at noon. This episode will be out at 10.30 a.m. So you can just watch 30, 40 minutes of this episode, and then you can see Sunday football. See how we did that there? New England Patriots will beat the New York Jets to be 1-1 one one on the year. While the Jets are go 0 and 2 on the year. Next game is the Bengals and the Bears. Now I'm going to present to you two propositions here, folks, for the Chicago Bears. If the Bears start Justin Fields, I will pick the Bears. But knowing how the Bears are going to be, the Bears, they're going to start Andy Dawn. Two dumbest mental mistakes I've seen. Not going to say in my whole life in multiple football. But pretty darn close. Down by down by seven. Let's go for a fourth and four. That totally makes sense. All right, you don't get it. Let's move on from the demo mistake. On the next drive, any Dolan Chicago Bears offense are down by 10. What do they do again? They go for it on fourth and four and miss it again and nearly throw the ball twice to Jalen Ramsey. I can't believe I'm saying this, but if the Bears do 30%. Of what they did this past Sunday. I'm picking the Bengals. I know it's early to say Jamar Chase and the Joe Burrow could have a couple of those games, but Jamar Chase had five receptions, 103 yards on the day, and a touchdown. Next game here, we have the Atlanta Falcons versus the Bucks. Tom Brady and the Bucks are winning this game. Do you see how the Falcons played against the Eagles? Jalen Hurts looked like an MVP quarterback. The Eagles offense dominated the foul. If Jalen, sorry, and I'll say this. If Jalen Hurts in the Eagles offense can dominate the Falcons defense, what makes you, what makes you think what the Bucks can do? Think about that. And I'll say that one more time to make you understand. If the Eagles offense with Jalen Hurts as his starting quarterback can do what they did against the Falcons, what do you think Tom Brady and the Bucks are going to do? It's going to be so much worse. You couldn't think. There's no way, folks, you could get much worse than this. The Falcons are going to do much worse versus the Bucks versus what they did against the Eagles. I know that's hard to imagine, but again, it's Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But folks, we'll be right back after this quick commercial break.
Minnesota Vikings, Arizona Cardinals. Minnesota Vikings lost last week against the Cincinnati Bengals, and that is all but laughable. In overtime, Dalvin Cook fumbled the football. Terrell Jones had five sacks last week. JJ Watt was in the game. If what do you think the Cardinals did last week? How do you think they're gonna brutalize the already tampered, limp, starless Vikings offensive line? Chandler Jones, Isaiah Simmons, J.J. Watt. That's all we have to say. Vikings have no chance in this game. Titans, Seahawks. I'm thinking Tennessee in this game. I know he said last week Derrick Henry had less than 60 yards rushing. But if you think about it, like I've said with the Seattle Seahawks defense, you have Jamal Adams, who leave here in the passing attack, trying to be a safety, free safety, or trying to play corner. Who do the Vikings, sorry, who do the Seattle Seahawks have? on the interior defensive line. That's going to stop Derrick Henry. Nobody on the interior Seattle defensive line is going to stop Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is going to have 160 yards rushing, two TDs on the day. And I suggest you start Derrick Henry this Sunday against the Seattle Seahawks rushing defensive line. Dallas Cowboys versus the Chargers. I can't believe I'm saying this, folks. Are we making history, or are we just here for fluff? Folks, I'm picking the Dallas Cowboys to beat the Los Angeles Chargers this week. I know, oh, John, I'm not a Dallas fan, Denver Broncos fan for life, but I just think what Dak Prescott did against the Bucks last week, and they came close, and if the special teams can be a lot more consistent than one week one, the Cowboys are going to beat the Chargers. All the Chargers defense line guy is Bosa. Ezekiel Elliott's going to run the ball. He's going to get a lot more carries. Tony Ball is going to get more involved in the special teams. And then the running game, both getting taller than the passing attack. Mario Cooper is going to play phenomenal like he did in week one. Yeah, Michael, uh, Michael Gallup is out for a couple of weeks. Uh, he gets so many. C.D. Lamb and Mario Cooper are going to have a day against the Chargers defense. I know that's me making history, not folks, but I am picking the Dallas Cowboys to beat the Los Angeles Chargers this week. Two more games on NFL Sunday preview show, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in on this pre-recorded video. Kansas City Chiefs versus the Ravens. This has never been a competition. And this is what I get sick about the NFL media. And I love the NFL media is that, hey, competition comparison between Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson has never beat the Chiefs in the regular season. How, this is not even close. Mahomes will abuse the Ravens defensive line. The Ravens uh, running back attack is going to maybe be a little bit better. Get Sonny Watkins, Hollywood Brown involved. Despite what Lamar is going to do, despite what Watkins or Hollywood Brown is going to do, Hollywood Brown, first-round pick in 2019 by the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens are not winning this game. I'm not saying, oh, you can say based off of this history. I'm not based off of that. Patrick Mahomes is a, a billion times better quarterback. You got Patrick Mahomes, sorry, Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. I'm picking Patrick Mahomes. I mean, this shouldn't even be a discussion. This shouldn't even be a debate. Lamar Jackson versus Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, you would start Patrick Mahomes. This shouldn't be a debate at all. This last one. It's going to be very interesting. Maybe not in terms of competition. The Detroit Lions face off, folks, against the Green Bay Packers. And 
We know Rodgers is done with the organization. And Rodgers is completely lying on the patent. I think he should be honest, Rodgers. So it just didn't work out. We didn't have enough time. No, you're done with the organization, and I don't blame you. I'm I'm siding with Aaron Rodgers and all those people. Say, oh, Aaron Rodgers is being a drama queen. I can get what you're saying, but here's the thing, and I disagree, though. I think Aaron Rodgers has tried to handle it. He's tried to mend the relationship with the organization. The Tulsa stuff to a reporter and report that reporter can't be trusted. He's late to the media. He's like, I tried to mend this relationship for years upon years, and they just they drafted a quarterback. They don't communicate with me. I've tried, and they just keep pushing me out the door. So you know what? Screw it. I don't blame Aaron Rodgers. But based on what happened last week, obviously I'm picking Great Bay. But at the same time, if Detroit was nearly able to come back against the San Francisco 49ers and had a good running attack versus that interior defense line for the San Francisco 49ers, I don't know what Rodgers' approach is going to be in this game. Is he done? We know he's done. Is he trying to get traded? Or is he trying to retire? Because the question is, if Aaron Rodgers is trying to retire after the 2021 season, would he try to win it all? And he say, to heck with it. I'm going to sit back with my water, Gatorade, Monster, just relax. But if I'm Aaron Rodgers and you're trying to get traded after the season, you should be playing. Because you increase your trade value, you get to go to a, a much better, interesting team. Now, I do have my high doubts and very low to think that Aaron Rodgers who even come to the Denver Broncos. That's going to be a huge question mark. Don't know how that's going to happen at all here, folks. Fantasy Football slash NFL Sunday preview show. This episode will be out this Sunday, 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 11.30 a.m. Eastern and 8.30 a.m. Pacific. But without further ado, folks, as we do with every single program, let's go into today's Final thoughts. Again, folks, this is the NFL Sunday preview NFL Sunday preview show slash a little bit of fantasy football talk here on the God Over Money Entertainment Network, John Alcorn Show. God Over Money Entertainment Network here, folks. But if you do have a prayer request, you can email it to God Over Money Sports Network at gmail.com. Again, got over money sports network at g1.com. We're getting a new email address this weekend so we can change that all over the source. But I want to thank you all so much for the support in this video. Let's keep this going. Get a new podcast coming out though this next week. I'm going to show you that over here just one second. It's a new type of podcast. I understand that. But basically, what it is, is what well, you will find out and we will get that going. Hey folks, that it's a Goofy Goober podcast. We'll be breaking down episode and episode one episode of SpongeBob 
per episode of the Goofy Cooper podcast where we talk about the jokes, have a good time, have a bigger perspective, bringing it back to God's word, just talking all things SpongeBob, just being goofy, just be relaxing, not taking yourself too seriously, but it's going to be a cut, be a good time, like sitting in the trailer, bringing people closer to Jesus through a SpongeBob podcast. I know that's crazy. I know that's insane. Thank you so much for sticking with me. I just love showing this video, maybe passing for football. But after that, we will see you later. God bless. I've seen someone with someone someone with the drive and passion to make it in the industry like I've seen with with you. Cutthroat. It's very, you know, up and down roller coaster of emotion. He knows his stuff. Uh, you know, he's not afraid to go at people. Well, last my check, this is not the Los Angeles LeBron.